What is up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the All Punked Up Podcast. I'm Tyler Winters. John Pierman is here. And John, let's go ahead and do that follow-up from okay. a few weeks ago, I think, at this point. Yeah. Uh, well, you we told had me, the interview in between. Yeah. Yep. You uh, They don't need to know me, that, but yeah. <laughs> you told me, I don't even remember what episode it was, but you told me we were getting on the, oh, we were on the subject of artists that we can't stand and Art or albums that we overrated can't stand. albums, yeah, overrated or something. And then right before we left, you're like, "What about Weezer?" or something. Bitch. And you told I me said, to what go about Weezer, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but basically, you told me, or I told you that Weezer just has never done it for me. I respect mm-hmm. Weezer, but mm-hmm. just their music's never been for me and never will be. And you're like, you haven't listened to Pinkerton, which was correct. I hadn't listened to Pinkerton. That's right. Um, so I listened to Pinkerton because I told you I would listen to Pinkerton. And the only tolerable song for me, which I told you, was El Scorcho. Mm-hmm. So that that one was was the strongest. I still thought the album sounded like everything else Weezer has already released. And I have to say my favorite part of the whole album was the ending when it reached complete silence. Nice. So, yeah. But I, I did no listen. tracks on that one, so. Oh, thank goodness. Well, I wouldn't have stuck around long enough to to find out. But uh, the only thing is I listened to the whole album, track one to track 12 or however many it was. I'm just hoping that like Spotify, I hope they don't think that because I listened to Pinkerton in full that they start recommending me Weezer songs. I don't think I, that. I mean, unless you go back for repeat listens, I think you'll be all right. Yeah, that that may be true. That may be true. But yeah, I did give it a spin. The more you keep saying Weezer, I mean, the more likely it's going to start showing up. <laughs> That's true. So we should probably yeah. stop for my sake. Just start calling uh, them that band. <laughs> now, to be fair, I'm not a huge Weezer guy either. I no? just, I grew up with the Blue Album and then uh, in my adult life discovered Pinkerton because that was always something that was kind of almost like a cult kind of album. Now, like, what year did Pinkerton come out? 96. 96. Okay, so you would have been 10 years old, probably. Would you have said that – did you learn about Weezer through your brother, I imagine, your older brother? No, it was oh. an MTV thing. I was already watching MTV. Okay. So that, that 94 is Blue Album. So that's when I – I got my first CD player and Weezer Blue uh, CD at the same time. Okay, nice. So that was my first CD player and CD like ooh, gotcha. right in there. Got you. So that was 94. Pinkerton came out two years later. I was into the Beastie Boys at that point. So I wasn't ah, listening to okay. uh, I was listening to the Beatles and the Beastie Boys pretty much. So you would have been eight years old then? Uh, 94, I was nine. And 96, nine, I would okay. have been 11. Yeah. Okay. So were we hanging out by then? Oh, yeah. Eight and nine? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we were friends, but were we like staying at each other's houses? Because like, mm-hmm. I remember always listening to the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. Was it you that had the Offspring Smash album? I did. Yeah, that was my I first like uh, CD purchase. Yeah, and then I think you were the one that kind of turned me on to Green Day. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I was big so. into Green Day by third grade. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember you were always writing, uh, drawing like the Green Day Dookie cover or something, or Green Day stuff, and like yeah, I had a library class, an oversized Green Day shirt with dog shit on it. I don't know if I was allowed to wear it at school or not, but yeah, going to a nice uh, little Catholic school. No, I ended up going to Lollapalooza at a young age because my brother was taking a bunch of friends. And did you an really? Ticket, yeah. So at ninety five, I went to Lollapalooza at ten. Heck yes, 
And it was like your brother was chaperoning you? No, my dad was taking my brother and his friend, oh, so I went along. I was going to say. So I saw Cypress Hill. Yes. Uh, Sonic Youth. Hole. Man. Pavement. Beck was on that, that had, year. You know what? That had to be almost year. like a life-changing experience. Uh-huh. To I some watched uh, Sinead O'Connor get booed off stage. That was cool. Oh, for real? Yeah. Why'd she get booed? Did she do something, or did people uh, just not care? That for was music post that her time? ripping up the picture of the Pope. So got you on the I SNL think, or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. you're in St. Louis. There's enough of a so, yeah. close enough to the Bible Belt that people are going right. to pissed off. Dang. Uh, but I think Sonic Youth was the headliner. Okay. Uh, Dude, yeah. can I just say that is a great segue into our episode? All right. Yeah, you didn't, I didn't even, even do that, that on purpose. Yeah, that was not planned. Everybody, that was not planned. In fact, just for shits and gigs here thank you oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah yep mm-hmm yep alright enough of that do you have any farts okay. on there uh no but we can import we need them. a fart board we do need a fart machine or something <laughs> that would be great just release one whole episode full of farts oh, alright so John that exorcist, was <laughs> type experience earlier tonight I don't know what it was Ugh. We tried Freddy's. Haven't oh, really had it before. And that's your problem. Whew, like a log flume. <laughs> Dude, we uh, tried Freddy's when they first opened, and same same issues. Gotcha? It got us, yeah. Oh. That well, was the I last know. time. It was One good. done. Good going in. Oh, it was good going in, but burns going out. Mm, beef stew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay. So, John, yes, that was a good segue. So, John and I decided we're going to have a little fun this episode. So, this may be a two-parter, depending on how the show goes. But We always have fun. What are you talking about? We do. Okay. But I asked a question over on Reddit this week, and I asked for people to share any of their wild concert stories. Things that maybe were so crazy, you couldn't believe it was happening. And I thought we'd share some of these, and we could comment on them. And just see where it goes. Yeah. Maybe we okay. have our own stories. Maybe we do. In fact, we do. Uh, oh, and we'll share do. those somewhere down the line. Yeah. All right. So I'll just start reading them, okay? Go. So this one came from Reddit account. Oh, boy. Very rich. Uh, Lazy <laughs> <he> ass. <laughs> he says, I was at Warp Tour around 2008 or 2009. And wait, and first I want to say there's a lot of... Um, Sexual themes I've noticed in some of these, actually, in some of the ones that I just picked out. Yeah, people get uh, down. But I did think they were the best. They they do. So sometimes the music gets inside you. <laughs> sometimes it's other things that get inside. Everybody's you. Everybody's grinding. You know, mm-hmm. just yep. happens. Never right, to so me. This, but. <laughs> no. Nope. And you're usually not the one doing the grinding either. Oh. No. All right. So, uh, anyways, this person says I was at Warp Tour around 2008 or 2009. I was in the pit watching August Burns Red for the first time and having a blast. All of a sudden, this dude jumps on and piggybacks me, then starts yelling gibberish. Then, just as quickly as he came, he (laughs) disappeared into the crowd. Now, I laugh because this story, to me, could have two different meanings because when I first read that last line, as quick as he came, he disappeared into the crowd, uh, like... I, I one immediately wonder what he meant by came because my my mind goes somewhere else, John. 
with that word. Well, that's just you, buddy. I don't. I didn't think that at all. No, like I need. I I need to know if the guy appeared quickly or if he came quickly on the poor guy's. No, that back. guy was uh probably on some uh, bath salts. Okay. Uh, probably incapable of getting an erection. He was so on so many uh, drugs. You're right. That no. that very well could be. Um, but the next line, in my defense, and how I was thinking, the next line uh, doesn't help clarify oh, no. the post any further because he ends the post with, "Wherever you are, piggyback boy, I wish you well." Oh my god! So he, he's got like a little pet name for Love him. Love lost. And then he says, "This probably isn't the craziest thing I've seen." but most memorable for me. You think he looked like Bill Murray in Ghostbusters in the hallway after Slimer got him? <laughs> uh, uh, I hope not. Just covered. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Next one. Picture that, everybody. <laughs> this one. Uh, so much. This one, so much. This one comes from... Layered. <laughs> so this next one comes from another, um, another great handle. It's uh, Ben Eats Cake. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Um, Ben Eats Cake says, I was with some friends at a Taking Back Sunday show, probably around 2009. For part of the concert, I was towards the front, and with everyone packed together, someone unintentionally stepped on the back of my shoe, and it fell off. Oh, no. Yeah. I immediately looked down to find it, but it had already swum away in the sea of legs. Oof. I worked my way toward the back as I didn't feel like getting my toes stepped on, which is smart. That's smart thinking. I figured my shoe would turn up eventually. It probably would. He says, a long time went by, and I was beginning to feel disheartened by, by the fact that I might never get my shoe back. Then, suddenly, I see my shoe sailing through the air from up front, and it lands roughly 20 feet to my right. I didn't realize one of my friends was standing right there. As I'm walking over, I see him pick it up. Not knowing it was mine, he starts a big wind-up, ready to chuck it back up to the front. And mid-wind-up, I yell, Stop! That's mine! And grab it away from him. And he says that we had a good laugh uh, about it afterwards. I just picture that happening in slow motion. Yeah, I know. Like, one, that's a wild story. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, what are the chances? But that also reminds me of... I don't think it was me and you. I think it was me and Ryan when Correct, we were at. Yeah. Okay, so you know where I'm going. We, yeah, we were at. I know Warped the story, Tour. but it wasn't involved. I was yeah, there, so, but not there. Yeah, you were there, but not there. I don't know where you were. You must have been up. We went to watch somebody else. I think. No, this was at Yellow Card. You were at Yellow Card. Uh, we were watching somebody else before we came over for Yellow Card. Oh, okay. So we went there early, but it might have been like Story of the Year or something that you guys were at because I we Correct. left. Story yeah, I of the wanted year to watch them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which that was a great show, by the way. Like, yeah, their hometown. Amazing. So yeah, it was yeah. Good. So, so my story is we were at Warp Tour. Uh, I think maybe it was 2003 or so, maybe. It would have been 2004. 2004, okay. And we were watching Yellow Card. Me and Ryan were watching Yellow Card. And I remember this shirt got tossed over by Ryan and I. So he picks the shirt up and he throws it forward into the huge crowd that's in front of us. No big deal. Moments later, though, the shirt somehow found its way back to us. In a sea of people, it finds its way back to us. So this time, I throw it in a different direction. Like, we look at each other weird, like, that's, that's weird. So I just throw it in another direction. And I shit you not, the same shirt, moments later, the shirt lands on my head. Ryan and I are just, like, cracking up and are like, how the fuck has this 
just happened twice, you know? So I tossed it one more time and, and that was it. That, that very similar, uh, mm-hmm. To, to Ben Eats Cake's story. Yeah. And I actually, during the yellow card performance, we were towards the back. Yes. Um, and there was a, a dad, maybe yeah. two or three rows in front of us, a uh, big hairy dad, uh, no shirt. So I Sweaty started, as can be. Yeah, I started sticking quarters to his back. Yeah. Out of my that, pocket. I was picking was up hilarious. change and I was sticking them to his back. So that was my favorite part of the <laughs> Coins card performance. sticking to this guy's back. Uh-huh. That was, he, that was I know hilarious. he felt them, but he was just too embarrassed. I feel terrible about it. Yeah. Because in my mind, I was like, well, he's kind of fat. Maybe he doesn't even feel it. But he, he felt it. <laughs> yeah. And you're just an asshole. He, That's he all was, it comes down to. There was a single tear falling like <laughs> down his face. So he just wouldn't turn around. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Well, yeah. I don't know. If diabetes didn't get you already, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we, let's move on. Yeah. Okay, so another one, another story was shared. This one's from some handle I can't pronounce, but they said... That's an original it, name. Yeah. Uh, not at a pop punk show, they said, but went to see Biffy Clyro at the Barrowlands in uh, that's Glasgow. That's a name I can't pronounce. In Glasgow years well, ago. Well, who was it? Uh, Biffy Clyro. That sounds like a name you'd make up on the spot. <laughs> it's a band. It's a band. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I don't. Uh, they're not pop punk. That this okay. person's right, but anyways, uh, I'm not too familiar with their music. But anyways, they say a couple standing near us in the crowd were clearly about ten drinks deep, and they were engaging in some serious heavy petting. Okay. As this became more and more obvious, mm. the people around them started to slowly inch away. I think that's wise. You don't you don't want things flying, you know, juices going everywhere. You don't want to be in the way of that. Uh, it goes on to say, they must have thought they were invisible because in the end, her skirt came up yes. and they started having what they must have thought was discreet sex right there in the middle of the crowd. Mm-hmm. It says, there must have been about 100 people around them that couldn't stop glancing at them. Obviously. Free porn. P- Purely from a what-the-actual-fuck kind of thing, of course. No one was getting off in watching it. He can't speak for a hundred different people. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. So presumptuous. Now, I'm picturing... Uh, I think the only way you can really make this happen is uh, a gentleman in the back. Oh, the, right. The yes. Front, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I, that's, that's how really, I pictured it. Uh, that's really... You, gotta, you have to have the right height between the two of you. Oh, oh definitely. Not work. Much I like in the under- shower. I still don't understand how that can be done dis- discreetly, as no, this there's person no discretion. Says. But much like in the shower, height is very key. Oh, it's key. It's, it's pretty key. much everything. Don't you ever wonder, like, how a really tall man and a short woman do it? Um, not often. <laughs> well, so, no. as I as I am neither. No, not really. <laughs> I mean, if you ever just saw a couple like that, then you just ever go like, how do they? Yeah, because you it? often do see very tall men with, you know, mm-hmm. more petite women. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a question that I've always You'd wondered. have to ask them. I don't know. I'd like to ask the audience. Any. I'd like everybody any, else to. Any tall fellows out there with little ladies? Yeah. Let us know how you get down. All right. So, gosh, I feel like we got to stop. Off the rails. Drinking the bourbon. <laughs> Anyways, stop telling this me is, such sexy stories. It's not, <laughs> this this is probably one of my favorites. It's it's short and sweet. Mm. 
Okay, the Redditor says, two girls came out of the crowd and shoved their tongues down my friends and I's throats. Yes. Then they walked away, and when I turned around, I was in a mosh pit and got knocked unconscious. Oh. Doesn't that sound like something that could be a I scene out of, like, baby. National Lampoon's movie? What if he was just concussed when he got knocked out and he just imagined the first part? Like, when he, like the first part <laughs> yeah. never really happened? <laughs> yeah. It was just him getting knocked out. Yeah. I mean, those are two wild events that happen back to back yeah that's the closest i've been to getting in a fight as an adult was a mosh pit really what happened um geez i can't remember the order either i elbowed somebody or he elbowed me yeah and i feel like i punched him in the throat like (laughs) a boy yeah because i was pissed off and i was like you know what the fuck well what did he do did he go down no that was it oh okay it was just a hey he probably knew that he was in the wrong. Well, I don't know. I might have just wandered off. Because <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to get beat up. Nope. <laughs> you were not having that. No. All right, John, next one. Okay, bring it. This one's from Bootleg MGK. I like that name. Okay. So he says, after my first concert, I was walking outside the venue. Two girls got up and asked if they could take a picture with me. So I said, okay. One of the two girls got down on her knees and told the other to take the picture. After they were done with pictures, they told me I looked like a 2005 skater boy, asked if I was one of the performers on stage that night, and if I was famous. My response, maybe. One of them said, we'd make a cute couple. It's a shame. I responded with, oh, and walked away. He goes on and says, I don't know if they were joking with me, drunk out of their mind, or trying to fuck, or what. What do you think, John? Were they trying to get down? Jeez, as somebody that's uh, missed a lot of signals as a young man, <laughs> sitting way too close to home. Not that this specific story ever happened to me, but, uh, you know, you can think back uh, to many missed opportunities just uh, due to sheer ignorance. Well, that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the writing's on the wall on, yes. for this one, to me. They were trying to get down with you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yep, you so. ruined it. Yep. <laughs> you, you screwed up. They just went off and made out with some guy, and then he got knocked out in a mosh pit. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that happened. Yep. You could have been that Ru- guy. Yeah. Without the getting knocked another- out part. He ruined another guy's night just by not taking up on the uh, social cues. Uh, who there. knows? They might have hostiled the guy, you know. You never know. That's like true. Take taking him back to some hotel, and then he wakes up, and he's being haunted by, you know, yeah. American businessmen. Right. And his Achilles are cut uh, in the back. Christ. Woo. All right. Uh, speaking of getting down, uh, Mm -hmm. I can't recall if we talked about this on the pod or not. I don't think we did, but there was a story last year of a couple of concert goers who decided to like spice up their experience at a heavy metal show. And the band they were watching was heavy metal band autopsy. Of course Uh, they were playing and they started engaging the, the couple started engaging in oral sex during the band's performance got girl on top of guy uh and there was footage of the incident shared all over twitter are you saying it's mutual <clears throat> yes okay it was definitely mutual you could tell yeah. okay. um in the midst of an audience while there were a ton of onlookers people taking selfies and on stuff. the dirty it was, floor it it was an outside festival it looked like on the or dirty outside ground? concert yeah it was not tasteful at all um mm. i mean the act not you know her nether regions well, we're all um, thinking it i know what about uh, his nether regions? Been at a concert all day? 
they were they were swampy, being, don't you think? I well, I don't know. She in the Florida she, Keys. It sounds like Florida. He was giving and she was receiving. She wasn't doing any giving, so I, I don't mean, know about his. If you're gonna rank like worst smelling like crowd going audience, metal's right up there. You think so? Yeah. Remember, metal fans are the most likely to get down in trucks, so I think they're the most um likely to just do it anyway. Yeah, but they're I mean just like BO wise. You think so? Point to metal, yeah. Okay. Smelliest <laughs> average concert goer. Those are John's words, everybody, not Tyler's words. Come at John, not me. Come get some, Stinky. Let's go. <laughs> you got something uh, to say. Uh, so I was looking that one up because I wanted to kind of retell that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there was another oral sex event that happened at another show, apparently. This one was at a behemoth show where one of the band members took to social media to say this. He goes... I'm happy to see any reaction to our music, really. I'm good with anything but indifference. I'm okay with a little dose of violence, people throwing pieces of their wardrobe, people flipping me off, bullying me, and girls showing titties. It's all good. He also mentioned that in his almost 30-year career, he had never seen a couple making out right in front of the stage in the epicenter of the pit, which turned into a half-naked lady kneeling in front of a half-naked dude and blowing him for a good five to ten minutes while he was raising fists and singing along to our love songs. So dangerous if you're near the pit. I mean, just one elbow to the back of her head. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just thinking, clamp down. Yeah. Oh, bad for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you get hit in the ear, my jaw is closed. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, people do need to be careful nowadays, especially though, like, people are filming nowadays. People have phones. Like, what are what are people thinking? Yeah, they might be filming the show for themselves, too. I mean, just... Yeah, I don't know. know. Find a bathroom. Find a bathroom. And just, guys, remember, like, people are out there with their phones. Any act you do in public uh, can live on forever. Some people like to be seen. I know. Maybe that's maybe that's their kink, you know? Yeah. And we're not here to kink shame, so no, more power never. to them, I guess. No. All right. So Just wash up first and after this next one's from the Knights Watchman. Uh, he says, not a punk show, but some buddies of mine played a show with, I think a life once lost in the red cord a long time ago. And it had a pretty small crowd. One guy decided to get naked at the back of the room, except for one sock on his junk, red hot chili peppers style. He says, yeah. and the guy decided to run up on stage for a stage dive. When he jumped off the stage, the crowd parted like the fucking Red Sea, and dude landed on the floor on his ass. He got up and ran off to get his clothes, and I don't recall seeing him again. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know what? This guy, I think, had it coming, John. Like, I'm glad the audience, you know, parted uh, on his naked ass. Like, no one wants to help you crowd surf while you're sweaty and naked. Like, can you imagine helping this guy, you know? crowd surf and your thumb accidentally goes in his butthole or something oh jeez! no i'm not no thanks that'd be the worst i'm not a big fan of carried people anyway i just no i'm trying to watch yeah i'm i'm usually the guy in the back maybe in a chair back i'm trying to find something to lean on because my legs hurt yeah you know i don't need i don't need anybody kicking me in the head anymore oh no absolutely not if anything i'm just gonna dig my nails in so yeah, think twice. Yeah, make, make them stop. All right, John. All right, guys. That was part one. We're going to release part two on a later date. So thanks for listening. Peace.